0: so dumb. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Why were you muted?
0: Uh, I was on Marco Polo.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Oh, I see. Ugh, dumb dumb. Hi. Hello. Look, do you see my swollen eye? What happened? I don't know. I it just started s- swelling up today.
1: Maybe it's gout I- in your eye.
0: It got... It got even worse, like it was way puffier here, and there was like a line going down because it was getting so puffy this way. It was crazy.
1: Maybe it's gout of the eye. I've had gout in my left foot now.
0: Gout isn't in your fleshy wounds. No. Isn't it like your joints or something? It's
1: gangrene in your fleshy wounds. Gout is (laughs) arthritis caused by uric acid. Because it builds up in your system. It's usually caused by red meat or seafood or booze, but I'm not consuming much of that. But sugar can cause it and stress. So those two things
0: sugar and stress. The name of your autobiography.
1: And how much of it can be tied back to you?
0: Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher.
1: My name is Greg Russ and we come to the third installment of what were billed as the possible final episodes of one topic spanning autumn separation slash divorce, autumn and Greg dated and now autumn and Greg are broken up.
0: Yeah. How do we start this one at the, at the start of the end?
1: Well, I mean the quick recap. Last week was a bit clunky. Yeah. Which I understand as a show. It's difficult to talk about. It's strange that it's hard to talk about the feelings we were having leading up to us dating and while we were dating, mm-hmm. at least for part of it. Because, it, you know, they were intense, happier feelings, and at least for me. It's like putting them out there, revisiting them. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to go there. I don't want to expose myself. I don't want uh, whatever kind of emotion it's going to stir to be stirred. And so I was surprised, I guess, at how difficult it was to talk about.
0: Yeah. And I I didn't feel like I could go there because you couldn't go there. You know? So it was difficult to sort of not reenact, but to... Like I, I think we said last time to access those feelings because you couldn't come along, you know.
1: But why do you put that on me? This th- Oh,
0: I didn't mean to put it on you. I just meant like it seemed like you couldn't do it. And what? I wanted to get there, but we couldn't get there.
1: But you could have gone without me there. And maybe I, I would did, have come a little along. bit. And maybe I would have come along quite possibly. I wouldn't have come along. But it's interesting that you say that you couldn't go there because I couldn't go there. Meaning Well because Okay. Meaning you were adjusting your behaviors in accordance to what you thought would be best for me.
0: No, incorrect. What I'm trying to say is I was trying to go there and you couldn't go there with me in the way of elaborating or adding your own experience in the in those moments. And so I was just there, like not you know, expressing about talking about how that felt. And then when you couldn't reciprocate it, it it led to the, some of the clunk, you know, and then I couldn't go there. I didn't know where to go from there. And so I was, you know, it it was, it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult thing to talk about. Like I said, I think that if we talked about how we felt during that time, six months from now, I think it would, be a better show
1: possibly i don't i don't know how i'd be able to access it six months from now there could be many different things going on and Mm -hmm. in lives maybe you don't want to go back there maybe it's done and it's relegated to the vault the disney vault
0: (laughs) with the vhs copy of little mermaid
1: yeah the one that had the phallic shaped castle on it that they got out Mm -hmm. they got rid of because it was offending children across the country (laughs)
0: All the little kids that knew what dicks look like.
1: Well, they learned it from the Little Mermaid.
0: Right. And the the Lion King flower petals sex thing.
1: That's real. It says sex.
0: I have never seen it. I went frame by frame looking for it. I couldn't find it.
1: And in Aladdin, the tiger says, pull down your pants or something like that.
0: Oh, uh, Aladdin says like, oh, good girls do something. And then for real, the monkey says, oh, shit. Before he gets rescued by the carpet on the, in the lava thing.
1: <laughs> does he say that?
0: He for real does.
1: Well, it's interesting that Disney would go down that path because they won't go there now. And now that they own everything, they're, they're starting to really stick to being family friendly. I know they were always for families and children. But, you know, you had the, the animators and the writers and the people who would uh, sneak in these jokes or just not even jokes half the time, crude crudeness. Yeah. And now Disney's really on top of it, which is a shame because they bought you know, Fox and they own so mm-hmm. many properties and what's the future of entertainment for adults? But that can be a future episode if we decide to keep doing this show.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Have you decided Disney Monopoly? Are we going to decide to keep doing the show?
0: Um If I was going to vote right now, I would vote yes.
1: Okay. I feel the same. Good. Now that we've tripled the number of listeners.
0: (laughs) That's not why I want to continue. I just feel like we can do it. You know, there was a, for a time I felt like we couldn't do it. And I think once we get through this episode and we are talking less and less about what's happened, I think we'll be able to get back to like a place where we'll have fun talking to each other.
1: (laughs) Well, part of me, part of me stubborn, doesn't want to just jump back into that because in my mind, that's giving you, I'm not saying it's not petty. It's giving you exactly what you want. It's like, I did the thing that I do and everything will be okay. And part of me is like, I've got to be the one who who doesn't let it be okay.
0: Well, let's get into it then.
1: I'm saying I battle that sometimes. All right, well, to, to get... To this point. I also don't know how well we expressed things last week. There does seem to be, I don't know, a misunderstanding. I I don't know whatever you want to call it. This idea that I just came blazing in, bulldozing in every intent to just rip apart your marriage. It's like, here I come. Watch out. I don't give a shit. That also takes you out of the equation as if you can't make your own decisions. Right. Which quite often is the way these things are treated.
0: People, yeah, people make, <laughs> like she had no choice.
1: People make decisions. She just blows with the wind. Yeah, you made your own decisions, and I, I at least on my end, and I don't want to discredit you, I think this show's going to be difficult because as I've sat with the feelings, the residue, the residual feelings of our breakup, the more I think about how I actually did did everything the way I would have wanted to do things. Few exceptions, small things. I don't want this show to sound like an attack on you. And if it feels like that at any point, look, I'm not going to enter it attacking you, but when we, when we start, I trust that when we start talking about these things, I think that, you know, it may, I'll take ownership of shit. if it's presented I'm not looking to skirt that. I'm also not trying to, you know, have anyone pick sides. That is not, that's not something that I'm, I'm trying to do with this episode. No,
0: I don't want that either. And we, I, uh, I will be as honest as I can be. And, and about what I believe I did or what I, you know, how I felt in a moment. Or what I did or whatever. And if you tell me otherwise, I mean, I am, I do want to listen to that and I want to hear you. I don't want to get, I don't, I don't want things like when I defend myself, I don't want it to feel defensive. I really want it to be like, no, I just am explaining something. You know, I'm not trying to win or convince. It really is like I'm hearing you and I hope that you hear me.
1: Okay. I mean that. Yeah. And that's Good. you know I, I would like to do that. Yeah, there's still residual anger.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It lingers. It's not like it was several weeks ago. It, it ebbs and flows, and it comes back every once in a while. But the way I was setting this up before we went on this little tangent was leading into us dating, you leaving a marriage, which. Uh, we've discussed this the more i think about it i don't know if it would have happened right then i don't know if it ever would have happened at any point you leaving your relationship with travis Mm -hmm. but with the way things were set up if you didn't and you meant everything you said it should have happened i could be wrong on that Maybe I'm just telling myself a story to alleviate whatever guilt I carry around, but it does seem like us talking leading into us dating. That what I presented, what I put on the table, was like just figure this out and be emotionally honest with yourself and what you want.
0: So, I mean, I I I don't I can't speak to like what would have happened or what should have happened, whatever. What happened happened. Um, and as far as you talking about the way that you behaved despite like, like you said, small things that you would change or wish you hadn't done or said there's, there's a lot. I, I I was um, mentally and even like therapeutically in a different place than you were when we started dating. and, And when I, when I left Travis and with the, with the mind that I have now, I think I would have done things differently. I don't know exactly what I would do differently, but I know that I would be accessing <clears throat> my feelings, my needs, um, asking for what I want, even though it feels scary to do. You know what I mean? I would have done things. Things would have happened differently. And I think that that also has to do with what happened within our relationship. You know, I wanted to be honest and I wanted to, be able to do all the things that I thought I could do, but I had zero practice. You know, I I I realized I wasn't doing something and I knew I needed to change it, but in practice I had no idea of how to like break through and do that thing, those things that I, I'd never learned how to do.
1: Well, I think that's where my anger comes from. Yeah. It's not necessarily that we broke up. You bring up honesty. You would have been honest about things you were feeling, things you were needing throughout the relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll be damned if that's not the way we set it up from the beginning. This needs to be open and honest. It was. And it I, was.
0: It was set up that way, and I wanted it to be like that. And I
1: understand, um, yeah. you know, that it's difficult uh, as a person who's avoidant—you and me—but you. In this instance, jumping into just being open and presenting things that may rock the boat, stir some conflict. It's hard. Mm -hmm. I get that. I think when we set this up and we were having the discussions about, okay, if we're really going to date, I knew how much you were about to deal with, at least in theory. I didn't know the way it would play out or how it would affect you, but I do think I had a good grasp. I was like, all right, a lot of big shit's coming up. You're leaving a marriage. You have kids. There's long distance. If we're going to do this, we need to communicate openly, honestly, be honest with ourselves, and whatever form the relationship needs to take as we navigate this, it can take that. I can mm-hmm. give that because you leaving a marriage, and again, it wasn't just for me is what i was I was getting at earlier. I was kind of asking you that, um and again, I trust you when you say it wasn't just for me. I would hope it wouldn't just be for me. I was no. there <clears throat> and yeah. and it,
0: it made it it made it feel safer to leave because I knew that i yeah that that feels shitty, because well, it feels like, yeah, like I used you or something, and then that's not
1: well, it's something I've it's thought not, about, but we can get to that part later. I know let's <laughs> so yeah <laughs> look there was a lot coming up. I tried to explain. Where I stood as best as I could before we even got into the relationship, um,
0: you did. You 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 laid things out, and that was very. Uh, I I signed off on it. I wanted that stuff too I wanted it was, to do that.
1: It was big. Like in my mind, yeah. it's like if we're doing this, this is that. This is. I don't want this just to be some normal, all right, relationship that goes on for a few months. And dies the same kind of death every relationship I've previously had died because no, I wasn't I, didn't want that either. I wasn't expressing myself, I wasn't expressing my needs or asking for things, I wasn't engaged in the relationship. So for me, it's like I'm I've gotta give this my all. This is a giant thing. I don't take it lightly. I also understand the weight of it all and you know While there weren't any direct expectations, I don't think there were expectations in the sense that we wanted it to be a lasting relationship. I think you felt the same way as I just explained. I'm not trying to dismiss you on that front.
0: No, I felt the same way. But you had the tools. You had you had the tools and you knew how to use them. And I didn't.
1: And that, you know, that's okay. It is. There's the the feelings that come along with this are very complex. And I'm constantly, you know, at odds with my own beliefs and thoughts on things Mm -hmm. when it comes to our relationship. Uh, The expectations I'm saying, though is like, all right, the expectations, we want this to last this, you know, to me, wow, autumn, we've known each other for so long. There seems to be an understanding of each other. I do feel as though we can navigate a lot of this hard stuff. I would eventually like to move out of it and build a life with you. I also understand that there's a lot that still needs to be done and a lot at play. And I thought I was able to give you time and space to navigate everything that came along with what was going on with your separation and Mm -hmm. adjusting to a new life. Um, you know, patience, understanding, those are things I feel as though I can offer. Also, being a person who doesn't express their needs or has a habit of not expressing their needs, it was a fine line I was walking because I felt as though this could easily fall into me saying, I don't need anything ever. So I tried to also yeah. tell you small things that I needed along the way. And and all I ever wanted was just to feel as though we were moving forward, even in the slightest way. I didn't want to sit stagnant at all. Yeah,
0: which is what sort of happened for a minute.
1: And for a minute, that's fine. Things like this happen. You know, looking back on it now, it was just, it was a lot to take on. If it were to be done differently, there needed to be space in between.
0: Yeah. I needed to get my head right. Um, Maybe you should have had,
1: you know, you could have, maybe you should have had some, you know, fling or something in between. (laughs) Yeah, You have a history of going from one major relationship to another. This is your thing.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Which I... Look, I also have somewhat of the same history.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I tend to at least space it out by two months or three months in between relationships. I do think that we also suffer from the same thing where we go to another relationship pretty quickly after another... After a major relationship. But in my mind, at least for mine, I won't speak to you, but a lot of times in my mind... By the time the relationship was officially over, it was already over for months. It was like, yeah, we were just existing together, and we were getting nothing out of it. So by the time that relationship ended, I felt as though I was already eight to 12 months out of a relationship, (laughs) Yeah. and then you give it another two months, and okay, I'm ready to give this another go. The truth is I should have spent more time also spacing out relationships, taking some time to work on the things uh, that I was struggling with in relationships because I wasn't using relationships as a grounds to work on things for a long time. I was just entering them thinking this will force me to change, and that was stupid. Yeah,
0: they're, they're different or something.
1: Yeah, that or I be, can be
0: different with them. It'll be, be kinda, different. Yeah, may, maybe thing. that's how I felt with you.
1: Maybe. I mean, that's a shame. I'm like
0: a ba- I'm like a baby, Greg.
1: That's a shame if that's what happened with me, though, because I feel like I we had real discussions about that exactly. And
0: yeah, but I didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't able to know that I wasn't going to be that I I didn't have the ability <sighs> to to say the things I needed to say or the things that needed to be said.
1: I just wish you I would have know expressed that, I that. Do that. You could have expressed. Huh? I just wish that that was expressed in itself because that goes. But how a long would I way. know
0: that except for once I've gone through it to realize I didn't do it?
1: When that's true. During the relationship, quite often, well, one, you said, "Trust me, you have to trust me."
0: I know. I'm and I sorry. said,
1: "I said this." See, this. I'm is- not.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, I don't mean to say I'm sorry. Like it's my fault. I just mean like, when I say I'm sorry, it doesn't mean like I'm the villain in the scenario. It just means like. Oh, I wish that I hadn't I'll say. I won't say that. I'll say it. I wish I hadn't done that.
1: Okay. Well don't apologize if if we're just gonna talk about this. And you can yeah. throw shit out there because I know I wasn't perfect by any means. Um it yeah, maybe well, no. <laughs> Yeah, you got your list.
0: Well no, not have a list, but I mean, there there were times when I needed to express something that was a problem or something that like I would be afraid um to talk to you about or talk about in general because of I would be afraid it would hurt your feelings or it would you know cause trouble you know there were times when that would come up but you and I weren't in a good place because you were shut down or you were having those those times when we would be together and
1: I was shut down because there was nowhere to I knew it was done. I was like, there's no way out of this. So
0: in that moment, like, it's difficult then for me to like, uh, no, it doesn't matter. He's upset and he's freaking out. And I and that already is difficult for me to be around because i don't know how to handle that without like trying to fix it and so i'm trying to back away from that to like be healthier and then i'm also now supposed to say like hey also i you know when you acted this way then it i didn't like that and we need to talk about like i couldn't do that well you know that's the thing We is- weren't in a safe calm place for me to bring up trouble, quote unquote trouble. Stuff that I felt that was like dangerous to ask for or talk about.
1: So just to set, then we're jumping ahead now, but just to set the table here. This is you know near the end of the relationship, I was shut down because I knew it was done. There was no path forward. And
0: let's talk about the beginning though of why that started.
1: Okay, but what I was saying before about trust. You said you have to trust me. I said, "Okay, I'll trust you." But then quite often there were times I noticed things, and I said, I don't think that you're being honest with yourself. And that I didn't call those things out to be accusatory or to make you feel bad. I thought maybe if I just point this out, she'll say, oh, yeah, that's right. And then you would, you know, address it in mm-hmm. some way. And
0: To mo- me, it's like there's a lot of holes in the dam, and you're saying like, yeah, there's a hole there. And I put my finger over it and say, no, it's not. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I would just want you to look at yourself honestly and say, yeah, that is happening. And I would say, okay, cool. Thanks for noticing that. You saying that you didn't want to make me feel bad or stir things. It's like that was a lack of trust you had for me that I could handle it.
0: Yeah, cause I, cause, because I felt like you couldn't handle like the norm For us, or like what had to be.
1: Okay, we'll get into what had to be. So, all right, we'll start. I mean, just from the start, the norm
0: is like time with the kids, and (laughs) what had to be is what we can talk about now.
1: Well, time with the kids is the norm with you, but all right, let's just move into that's what I mean. From the start, there was a lot of play, and we'll just lay it out again, even though we've talked about it. You're separating from Travis. You have kids. (laughs) You're moving out. you're adjusting your life, huge change, long distance. Okay, we can still hang out with each other, you know, do things, focus mm-hmm. on us for the time being. No need to actually rush into the relationship in a domesticated type of way. And then COVID did come. And right. it, it was just another thing added. And I remember when COVID hit, and I was very unsettled by it for reasons outside of you know wow our whole way of life as we know it is changing sorry about this fire truck i'm not editing this out but i can't speak while it's zooming past because it will distract me but no as it came to our relationship i think i knew i was like okay well this changes the whole dynamic of it we can't just even go hang out like we would normally hang out Mm -hmm. and you know, I called you one day and expressed that. I was like, I don't. I'm feeling awful. This is probably not good. Um, but to keep this moving forward, you know, that was another thing that was thrown on top of it. There were many, many things that needed to be handled. I felt as though that we could navigate it. It was going to be hard work. I knew how much work it was going to be, and I feel as though I was capable of dealing with what came as long as you and I were on the same page, on the same side and expressing ourselves openly. And sometimes that is, I can't, you know, a comment such as I can't focus on our relationship right now because there's so much else going on. It's like, okay, cool. At least I know that. If that goes on for several weeks, months, then it's like, right, this is a problem, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I need some time. Sure. Take the time. That's all right. Uh, So, you know, within that we're facing a lot we set forth, you know, a plan to move forward, which was really just, we'll adapt as needed. Mm-hmm. COVID hits, and then yes, I'm coming to visit. You bring up the kids. You're saying I am having trouble with the kids. Your kids are wild. Let's just state that for the record. They're they're <laughs> they're wild. They're not wild. They're pretty wild. <laughs> they're. I say that lovingly. Don't don't take that as an insult. You have to admit that they're kind of wild and let's say, say what you're going to say.
0: They're, they're excited to see you and they're excited and they're not shy.
1: No. And that's nice. If you were
0: around all the time, they're not wild.
1: Okay. That's fair. I know as a kid, someone visiting can be an exciting thing.
0: They're not a kid that stands behind mommy's leg and doesn't want to say hello. They're like jumping on you and excited and want to show you their room. And like, it's a whole thing.
1: No. And I can appreciate that. And I don't say this. I was, you know, I'm saying that. I
0: know. But the radio show really paints my kids as like feral, (laughs) you know, and as me as like a mom's like, whatever, I don't care. But, you know, it's annoying.
1: Well, the radio show paints me as emotionless, but I get it. Yes. I, I understand. That can be annoying.
0: But coming from you, I don't like hearing that.
1: So, anyway, I come, you know, as I'm visiting, hanging out, kids are there.
0: Yeah, this is before any, this is before the thing.
1: What's the thing? That we'll get to eventually. The thing. Okay. This is before that. Oh, the thing. So,
0: you're here with us, the kids are here, and what happens?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you want me to, so.
0: How did you feel?
1: Overwhelmed. Filled with anxiety because it's a lot to handle. It's also a strange situation to come visit you and have your ex live a block away and me still hide if he's around, have zero interaction, have the kids running back and forth. I never told you to hide. Well, there was no, you didn't want to, it didn't need to. It wasn't even you at that point. It was early on. Nobody needed to, didn't all need to be mixed together. I'm just saying this as it's a strange situation to begin with. So I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable about that dynamic. I don't mm-hmm. view that as a bad or wrong thing, but it it brings about a feeling. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm feeling this. And, you know, with the kids, there are a lot to handle. And I dated someone who had a kid before, but it was a different situation in the sense that his dad lived in Atlanta. She was here in New York. You know, I didn't want to step on any toes it's also early on. I don't feel as though I need to step in as a parental figure at that point. So I don't understand my dynamic and that takes some time to figure out what is my dynamic with the kid. Sure. If this relationship continues, I will move in into a parental role and I will start to need to take on some of those responsibilities. But for the time being, I don't know what to do. I it's, it's a lot
0: And that was expressed physically like you, you, you like got sick when you were here.
1: Yeah, I got overwhelmed and felt kind of sick. And then. And I was well aware of that, by the way, I I pointed that out and said, I hate that this is happening. I understand the kids are excited. I don't want to be a person who seems like I'm avoiding the kids. This makes me feel
0: what I do though in that moment, instead of saying, Yeah, this is making me really uncomfortable, I this makes me nervous for the future. <laughs> um, instead, I'm like, it's okay, do your thing. Like you gotta figure it out. You know. And then I also have to, you know, play um like uh, offense or whatever with the kids because the kids are like, Where's Greg? Why is he why is he hiding in your room? And I'm like, he's just doing it. He's, you know, I have to like, be chill for them too. And so, I would like. To I s- felt like, huh? Go ahead. I felt like I had to alter what I really was feeling and how I was acting to make sure, like, you didn't get worse, and also to like um, pacify the kids.
1: The truth is, if we had talked about it, I probably wouldn't have felt worse. I would have felt better.
0: Right. So. That was not, but I also I was could not have, able to access that,
1: yeah, but I also could have you know expressed that myself, so that's no one's fault,
0: well, in those looking back, I feel like that was an opportunity for me to explain how you know how I was feeling and what was going on, because then later on down the line, it wouldn't you would have had more information to go on, you know,
1: yeah. I also would like, but to I state, didn't. I, like
0: I said, I didn't know it at the. I, I didn't. I wasn't able to in the moment realize. Like, wait a minute, stop yourself. This is something I was not there. You know, I, I, I didn't have that yet.
1: I would like to say that I didn't constantly hide from them. I also had to work, so I was yeah. working, and that was part of. <laughs> you don't of the have reason.
0: to defend yourself. <laughs> This well, just what happened. It's okay.
1: Yeah, but I, I would come out and interact with them. I wasn't like a complete jerk to them. It would just be. No, you were not a jerk. There would just be time. I was like, I've got to get away from this right now because it is manifesting in strange ways. Yeah. It's a very fair worry and concern to think, <laughs> oh boy, if if I'm going to. Yeah, this to, is
0: my life and he can't handle this.
1: But, but that wasn't the real life. That was transitionary period. And if you expressed, I'm worried about this, then a conversation would have been had and we would have figured out a way. There was a possibility, I guess, we never even got to this point, but, you know, I'm not a person who would have forced something. So if it ever got to a point, it's like, all right, we tried that and this isn't working. I can't handle the kids. We, you know, then you make the decision that it's got to be over. But that's, you know, I don't think that's the way it would have played out. You can't say that for sure. But if that's no. a concern that you have, I also get that you're investing time in a person. And if it gets to that point, that still sucks. It's like, all right, well, I invested yeah, yeah. this time. But you know, I would have been honest and open about that. And I, I feel like that's one of those things. I'm not a parent and I'm not a parent of your kids. I needed guidance. And knowing how you felt and what you wanted my role and dynamic to be at that point, And again, I could have asked. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just an instant of lack of communication happening there. Yeah. It also, this this is right after COVID. And, you know, previously, before COVID, we were hanging out, going places, planning trips, things like that. So there was more focus on us early on in the relationship also. But, okay. So.
0: So then, eventually... um you know Travis knows about us dating and I talked to him about like the possibility of like what moving would look like or feel like I he and I talked and talked about it <clears throat> and then I thought about it and it this is this is my experience is that I came to a decision that was the best for me, and for the kids, and yeah, and for Travis too. So, who did yeah, leave I, out?
1: Who was left out? There,
0: Greg, Greg, Greg was left out because I felt like in this instance I was going to put the kids and their relationship with him and me first. And I know I don't enjoy saying that, but. That's how I felt, you know. And so I thought about it. I felt like this is what I want to do. Um, and I also felt like I was. I felt like I was making the right decision, which was to try and live. It sounds so stupid now, but I felt like the only way um, that I would live, you know, one week here with the kids, they would be with me for the week. And then once my week was over and they switched back with Travis, that I would live in New York with you. And to me, I felt like that would make, that would keep things calm here for, you know, for the kids and for everyone involved here. And then um, I would get, and the kids would get to experience New York um, and, their like regular home life Uh, and you would also get time to yourself which is something that you I thought would be a really good idea for you because it's something it's it's a thing about you is that like yeah living not living with the same person all the time might be a good idea for Greg that wasn't the case you felt like with us but typically you know if I was looking through the story of Greg that would make sense. Um, that, that
1: was my desire to spend time alone was a product of my bad relationships. It's like in my mind, having a real relationship, doing things the way I want to do them, where they work for me, where I'm comfortable, where I'm open and expressing things that I need and supporting you know, the person I'm with and mm-hmm. helping them meet their needs. That's not what I wanted. I didn't want a relationship where I'm by myself half the time. Um, also, and I get that and I understand it. And I know you are just trying to do the best that you could do because, you know, taking the kids away from their dad, I, I know that that's not ideal. I know that's a hard thing and I can't even argue that it shouldn't be done that way. Mm hmm. I think I told you before that the only f- people you owe anything to are yourself and the kids. You really, and I believe this for anyone, you don't owe anything to anyone else except for yourself. And that sounds selfish, but you, know, you do things for people because you care about them, you love them. And if they feel the same way about you, they don't expect you or demand that you do things for them. You'll just do it because you care about them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't feel as though you owe anyone anything Except for yourself and kids, because the kids didn't ask to be brought into the world. That was your choice, right. and not yours, but anyone who had kids So it's like that was a choice that that person made. So therefore, it's your fault they're here. So therefore, you need to make <laughs> sure. sure make sure that they're taken care of. So, so what
0: do you what are you saying that I that that was the right decision to make?
1: Well, at the same time, realistically, one of the hard things that comes along with a separation at least with the way we had discussed things and the way we wanted our life to go you know breaking that dynamic of one week on one week off was in the cards it didn't need to be right away it could have been years down the line if it was expressed we'll get there one at at some point mm-hmm. because there's an adjustment period for everyone the only way in my mind one week on one week off worked was meaning you with the kids for one week and then the kids going to Travis, not our one week on and one week off that you're talking about living here for a week and then living in Maryland for a week, is if you two stay in the same school district forever for the rest of their childhoods. And maybe that's a realistic thing, but that's a big decision that, in my mind, went against some of the problems and troubles you were having and experiencing because of the marriage and in the marriage, in the first place, it's like, okay, I left it, and now I'm staying in the same spot, and nothing else is really changing. And I know that you would be coming up here for a week to New York, but realistically, on that front, how long does that last? For the next 15 years, every week you go back and <laughs> forth. Three months in, I, could, I imagined it already, I'm, you know, I'm tired, I'm not going to come up this week. Mm-hmm. And I could have con- gone down there too, you know, that... that Definitely part of it, but it's a lot. The 15 years, one week, it's a lot. Like it's, I know,
0: it, it was a lot. Um, but to me, for the time being, I felt like this was the way. And I did not, I didn't want to do anything different. Well,
1: the interesting thing you say there is for the time being, because when we talked about it, there was an inability to say that one day, that would not be the dynamic. That you wouldn't, if Travis were to, for example, move from where he Mm -hmm. lives now to a place where 50-50, one week on, one week off with the kids wouldn't work, you imply that you there's a possibility you would follow him. You would move to wherever he moved to keep that dynamic intact. Which, when we talk about this, it's not right or wrong. If that's something... That you needed to do, you want to do, for reasons that are valid. Fine, the way we think we set things up, that doesn't work. That's completely against everything right. that we said we wanted to get in our relationship. And to me, it set things up so that if I wanted to be with you, it's pretty much the same life you were living previously with Travis, and I was just a plug-in. There was a hole that was created. When you separated and now I am in that spot. And, you know, I've expressed my love of New York, how I want to live in New York. Uh, Leaving New York would be very, very difficult. But there was, I mean, the difficult thing is, if you're going to set up a situation where you're not living in the same school district and you can't do 50-50... Why not move to New York? Why not? But that aside, if you wanted to be closer to me, you know, mm-hmm. I was I was willing to at least explore. I can't say for sure that I would have been okay with. I wouldn't have been okay with moving to Maryland where you live now. And I know no, that that's, that's that sounds shitty. And you know, when we talk about <laughs> this, that was something people are probably thinking that why wouldn't you just move there? Um, one again, I never,
0: I never, like, I never gave you any scenario where i was expecting you to move
1: no you didn't
0: because i know what this meant to you so everyone everyone involved felt like they were sacrificed that that no one else was sacrificing anything you know travis felt like he's sacrificing everything greg sacrifices nothing How so? i felt like i was sacrificing by being the person who was going to be uh living in two different places and you felt like you were the one sacrificing because why?
1: Because I was putting myself on the back burner so you could navigate everything and figure things out.
0: Right. And, and so we were...
1: Yeah. And well, I was going to say, as long as you were figuring them out, I felt as though I was okay with it. But when, I, when it seemed as though things weren't being figured out anymore and a decision had just been made that didn't seem to fit the things you told me that you wanted, it felt as though, okay... I know. This the, is, the
0: stuff that I said that I wanted, I mean, it was... It was, it, it, they were things that I wanted, but I was in such a place.
1: It's okay to be in the place. The idea is you're in this place. I couldn't come through
0: with the stuff that I told you that I could do or that I wanted to do. But there were things that I wanted to do maybe that weren't, just aren't able to happen right now. They're just not.
1: Right now. Yes, that was okay. If again, that was expressed. The idea, the whole idea was, we're doing this, this is hard, this is a lot, it, it's going to need time, three years, arbitrary, you know, amount of time that I'm throwing out there, three years needed.
0: I'm would. I. I I'm telling you, I wouldn't want to do it in three years.
1: Then again, that's different than what we set up, which is, I know. you know, what spelled the demise of this relationship, as, as I was saying before, was... I was leaving New York would have been hard, but I was willing to compromise and talk about things where, you know, I, if if you're going to be with someone, at least the way I viewed it, I don't, I didn't feel so it was unreasonable to want to build a life with that person.
0: I felt like we could have still built that life. Uh, I th- I think that our lives <clears throat> would have been much more blended. It wouldn't have been a black and white on off week on week off. It would have been like all kinds of mixed up together. You would have been down here. I'd have been up there. The kids would be up there. They'd be down here. They'd be, you know, we would all be mixed up together. It wasn't going to be so separated. But whatever, you didn't feel like that was the case.
1: And there was no way out at that point. Once it was decided that's what you were sticking with and it wasn't going to change, then it closed the door to me because it
0: did it did
1: because that just felt as though all right you go live a life as a plug-in if we had
0: I hated that you thought that and that I couldn't I couldn't change your mind like I couldn't I could you you couldn't see any other way than you coming down you that that it was just gonna still be Travis's life it, and it, I didn't feel like that at all that's and we were just at an impasse
1: Look, you wanted, I wanted to build a life that was ours taking into everyone else into account, but you and I making decisions instead of you and Travis still making decisions or making decisions that would make things easier for Travis. And
0: this wasn't about making things easier for Travis. It was making things easier between me and Travis so that I'm not, you know, I'm not creating issues between us where the kids see that they experience that you know they know that daddy's mad at mommy or like that i'm moving them away from him you know i that that's that's where it really was like yeah greg i'm i didn't make the decision with you in mind it really was about you were not. You were not considered in that decision, and yeah, that must have felt bad.
1: See, I understood it at the time. Mm-hmm. There was a lot. All I ever wanted you to understand was that I understood that there was a lot at play, and you had to tend to other things. I just wanted to be told and I guess reassured that at some point let me navigate this stuff then we can focus on creating a relationship but it became a brick wall it's like no I will never Travis could move he may make that decision that's out of your control what's not out of your control is following him and something like I won't I wouldn't follow him at that point that was not something that you could assure me there there are things
0: now that when we talk you know that might change between he and i when when we you and i were dealing with this it was not an option you know what i mean like just we just weren't there yet
1: yeah that's what i you know said earlier but i can't tell
0: you i can't tell you in the past you know i can't say like don't worry it'll be different Like, because i don't know if it'll be different right now it's not different and i felt like i had to stand up for what I felt like I wanted to do, you know? So yeah, I did make, I, it was a brick wall. Like I wasn't going to change that. Like I wasn't going to create, um, no, I just, I, I I wasn't going to do it.
1: I felt as though there were things that you wanted. And the reason you even went through any of this in the first place that you stopped pursuing and that felt difficult to me, also, because there were a lot of hard things. And this isn't criticism. Facing all these things at once is a lot. Meaning for you, yeah. The separation, the adjustment, all of that. It's a lot of things to face. Quite often, I wanted you to just talk realistically about them, and the, the you know, in actuality, leaving a marriage. Maybe you've meet someone who just also wants to stay in the same spot forever. But if you're going to pursue another relationship, at some point, the same things are going to come into play. And there was an inability to admit that. And you didn't want to talk about that. I never, if I did, f- if it felt like I was forcing you to make decisions in the moment, I apologize for that. What I wanted was just, hey, yes. Yes talk about this openly as uncomfortable as it is as I couldn't, much as I couldn't it go there may, may hurt and I get it and this is why I just said that there should have been space I,
0: I went from feeling you know <clears throat> hardly anything difficult to feeling everything that was so hard and then and then I was also supposed to like um You know, and then you were sort of pushing me to feel even more. And I, you know, it was too much. And then the stuff that was happening between you and I was also very difficult.
1: Well, this is, and so we can get to that once, you know, the brick wall metaphor. Once we Mm -hmm. got to that point, it's like, yeah, I shut down. Like I was done. And you were
0: really, you did, you did some like, um, what I, I, I called it like you poking me. Or, like, you were like prodding me. You were like pushing me away.
1: Yeah. And I didn't, and I apologize for that. It was shitty. And, you know, that ties into my old behavior. But so,
0: okay. But so, like, that stuff happens. Like, you're, you're pushing me away and you're sort of like antagonizing me just a little bit, not like in a really horrible way, just like little ways that made me uncomfortable. And I didn't like it. And then it was even harder for me then to say, like, hey, I'm, I don't like this. This is making, you know what I mean? I couldn't do that because then I felt like it would get worse. And then if I was upset, then you would finally be nice. Like once I got upset, then you would start being really kind again, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. Because I never wanted to be a person who made you feel bad. Uh, Yeah. You know, a lot of those behaviors to create distance, they're, they're not acceptable. And,
0: and it made it again. It's nothing hard.
1: It's nothing egregious, It was just little things to create distance and you know I'm not proud of it and that is me falling back on old habits. But talking at that point, it probably was pointless because it was done. And in my mind, it was hard for me to admit that the relationship was over because I wanted so much out of it and so much had to be done for it to even happen in the first place. Right. And the truth is when I talk about how I took the things I learned from past relationships and applied them to this relationship. It sucked the behavior, me shutting down, pushing you away. You know, I I wish it wouldn't have happened at all, but it's also unrealistic in my mind to be like, nope, it's over. I'm definitely sure it's over. Maybe at some point that's where I could get. It's like, I know it's finished, but it also seems like it's a rash decision. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I got to sit with this for a little bit. Maybe it went on longer. It did go. Not maybe. It went on longer than it should have once I had realized what was happening. Was like, There's no way out of this. This relationship's over. But it's, it's very, very, very difficult to admit that. Again, because there was so much put into it. There's so yeah. much going on. It's a lot of pressure. Well, I didn't feel like there was pressure.
0: No, but on the relationship itself and the relationship to work and, you know. Well, I didn't even feel we like were, there
1: was. Yeah, I didn't we, feel like. That's the thing. I didn't feel like there was pressure for the relationship to work. It was just sad that it didn't because we had known each other for so long. The feelings that we had were intense and real and we felt as though we could navigate things differently. Uh, at least for me, anyone I ever dated previously, it was, wow, this is different. I know that I can do the things that need to be done to make this work. It's also pretty crazy that in normal relationships before us, I couldn't do the things needed and then I chose one of the most difficult relationships possibly on the face yeah. of the earth. It's yeah. like, okay, well, but I still believe that even to this day, I still believe that if we had spoken openly and honestly, if you were at a point where you could have done that and, you know, when we say this, that's not an insult to you. I've been in therapy for five years and you had been in it for a year um, at that, by the end. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so maybe it was unreasonable of me to expect You'd have grasped it, but in my mind, you were always a faster learner than I was. I was like, I don't know, I'm slow to change. Or I
0: am, I am, I am quick to, well, not that quick, but you know, it does, it's, I don't, it doesn't take me as long, I guess.
1: No, so look, it was done. When I say that I was, I did the things that I should have done though in the past. I get to that point in relationships, and then it just rides out for another year.
0: Yeah. And I, well. It. it's yeah. We we couldn't have done that.
1: No, I mean, and look, that's what
0: it, that's what I said to you about. Like it had been difficult for months. It was when we it, would argue and talk about that. You would talk about it being like two months or something. It was two I mean, and a half. No, it was way before then. When we were at that diner, and I was crying in public every time we were together. I was constantly. We were always going somewhere, and I'd be crying.
1: Well, I felt. You showed me pictures of the kids out with Travis and everyone's just having a good time. He's in his new relationship. And it made me feel like shit. You didn't make me feel like shit. This was my own problem. But it's like, I'm an outsider here. I don't know how. I was
0: bringing you in. That was like, look. Look at the kids.
1: Like you you were already hanging out. And then for you
0: to react that way was (laughs) so upset, Like disappointing.
1: Yeah, it is disappointing. Yeah, I felt and so as- that's what
0: I'm talking about. Those those were the times that were so hard for so long. Every time we were together, I was upset.
1: It was difficult because I felt as though, you know, you didn't take me into account when you made a decision. You took Travis into account, the kids into account. Travis had a new relationship. You hung out with the new girlfriend. All of this was going on and it was still just me sitting. And that's why seeing pictures like that again you know, it sucks. And yeah. I'm sorry that I reacted in a way like, look at this. And I couldn't say, oh, cool. I was like, oh, that makes me feel awful to see this. <sighs> yeah. but and because- to, me,
0: to me, showing you pictures of the kids and for you to say, for you to f- make that, fuck, you- <laughs> I can't speak. For that to make you feel awful, what am I supposed to do with that?
1: Nothing, there's nothing you can do. This is at the point where it's done. But yes, yeah. I should I shouldn't have subjected <laughs> you to it, but- made the decision much more quickly. It's like, this is done. We talked about it and it was over. And then when it's over, you have this way that you conduct yourself like, because, all right. So after, after we broke up, you know, I'm trying to navigate it and it's, it's hard for me because again, this relationship to me, was like, this is, this, this is going to be it. We're going to make this work. This will be the last relationship that I have. And to process that, wow, that didn't work, was mm-hmm. a difficult thing. And I've known you for a long time. I've seen you when you leave other relationships. Mm-hmm. And the way you act towards the people that you leave. And for lack of a better term, because it sounds negative, but it describes it there's a flippancy. You're a bit flippant. You're like, well, it's done, and that's just the way it goes. It's like, whoa, how could you be feeling this? Mm -hmm. How could this not also upset you? I don't want someone to wallow in misery, but to get the exact opposite reaction leads me to believe two things. One, you're doing something to just distract yourself from the actual feelings. Or two, you don't have those feelings, which then puts everything into question. Like, did, right. were we on the same page at all, ever at any point of what this was supposed to be, what we wanted this to be? And I'm trying, that's
0: I'm trying to think of where to start.
1: <laughs> that's that's when you know I got angry. It wasn't because it didn't work out. It was you know, things were stacked against us. Mm-hmm. And talk even talking about it now on this episode, it's like we talked through and it's like, yeah, it sucks. It stinks. But you know, looking at it, there was so much and there was a lot to handle and you wanted to be a certain way and you weren't there yet. And, you know, even I wanted to be a certain way and I tried, but maybe it wasn't time for me to be that way, meaning we shouldn't have been in a relationship I should have been less than I was meaning let's just back off and I'll just be your friend and help you through this right now.
0: Mm-hmm. What well, That would have been impossible.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it would have been.
0: But so when, when, when you describe me as flippant as like, oh, no big deal. Like I cried and cried every, like all those times we talked Anytime we spoke to each other, anytime we tried to interact, it just got just more and more painful. And to me, when we officially decided to to end it, I, I described it to you this way: that later, you know, in, later on, I said this that it felt like a sick family member that was suffering. And then they finally died. And you're really sad that they're gone, but you're also relieved. Well, that you know? sounds
1: shitty to me. That doesn't, that, I know. that's not, like to describe it that way it was so awful that I'm just relieved that it's over. And but honestly,
0: Greg, it was so difficult. You know, you're, you're alone and you have all the time in the world. You can think and feel anything you want. Not to say that it's not also difficult for you. It is. But for me, it was different. You know, it's COVID. <laughs> I I have the kids. I have to, you know, if, if we're having some sort of something, you know, some tension or something between us and the kids are with me, I don't get to sit in those feelings. You know, I have to pretend like I'm fine. You know? Well, sitting around
1: like, and not i'm not trying to downplay the difficulty of that because there's other people who need things from you and you're not in I the have spot. to
0: emotion I have like nothing Greg you and I would have these things and I'd be like emotionally empty dead and I would have to go back with the kids and like emotionally give them everything they ask for and that was so hard so it wasn't just you and I but the the byproducts of the difficulty with us bled out into everything and when it was over i really i'm sorry i'm sorry i really did feel like oh thank goodness now we can move forward and now you know it'll be hard for a bit there'll be some like mourning and missing and and regret or you know thinking back on the things that you know we had thought about or planned and that those are now gone but at least we won't have to like suffer <laughs> anymore.
1: That makes sense. But when I hear you say it, the suffering still seemed and feels as though it was unnecessary. It got to that point, the relief that you talk about feeling when that goes away makes perfect sense.
0: Okay.
1: I just always felt as though it never even needed to get to that point. If we were able to navigate yeah. and discuss and talk and feel openly and honestly. Yeah, but we way.
0: weren't. I wasn't.
1: And I I, still, I guess I, I still, I still believed that that was a possibility. And that's why, yes, by the time it's over, that's not what I struggled with. It's like the okay. way it was going and the way it went, there was no other way. This is what needed to happen. But look back and think about where things took turns or went down the hill. It's like, that didn't need to happen. These things, you know, it never felt like this can't ever work in my mind um, until certain things came to light. But it's like this, we can navigate this and this can still happen. And then, I don't know. So I, I wasn't focusing on the relief. I was mourning okay. the loss of this great idea. And mm-hmm. more than an idea, something that I you know, believed in. So while having to deal with the kids in your life, I'm sure that's very difficult. It's not easy to sit around alone though, either. When no, all you I, have, I
0: didn't mean to paint it that way.
1: When all you have is time for your thoughts and it mirrors the dynamic that was giving me problems in the first place. You, the kids, Travis, the life that you have down there, the life that you wanted to modify, but the life you also didn't want to change ultimately. Yeah. It's like still there. And you've got all that still going for you. And I put myself in invested time. And now I'm sitting here by myself with nothing. And that's the same way I felt when I saw the pictures, the kids. I was like, okay, well, you know, so both sides are difficult. They try, no one needs to win out here. And that's not the no, point I'm talking yeah. about this. But it just mirrored to me. It's like, all right, well, that's exactly, you know, what was going on anyway. So, you know, there's also you have a real knack once you break up with a person. I feel as though you just act a certain way, like things are okay. And you will that person down the line. You push them down the line until they're just your friend again. I was like, I, that's not going to happen. I'll be your friend again, but there needs to be some work put in to getting to that point. And I understand that you're overwhelmed and maybe you don't have the room for that work. And that was why I was so adamant about doing the podcast. I was like, all right, well, Maybe in real life there isn't any time for that work, but it can happen on the podcast. And I wanted to do these three episodes for that reason. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm not just cool. Everything's great. And we're going to go back to being pals just the way we used to, because
0: I didn't, I didn't expect that of you and I didn't try and do that
1: in my mind. There was, I I you know there's a battle. It's like there's the part that's like never give her that. But that's ridiculous and stubborn and vindictive. But that is part of the battle. It's like I'm never we're never going to get there. And I'm you know as time goes on that's not really where I'm settling. But I
0: really did I really I, I wasn't trying to do that with you or <clears throat> make you feel any way.
1: There's just yeah, there was there was just moments and feelings. Like there was a lack of compassion. The feelings were big and hard, and you were just processing them the same way you always processed them. And you know, everyone wants to feel like what they had with the person was different and special. It's like, all right, well, this just feels exactly the same as every other relationship that she had. And that was some of the difficulty at the end. And as I was saying, the vindictive part, you, you know, I worked through that because I don't really want to do that because I do care about you. Yeah. But there's also, you know, actions have consequences. And I, you know, that sounds fucking cliche and even lame. But it's like, it's I can't just act like everything's all right because of, you know, the way you would like it to be.
0: No, but that's fine. I never asked you to be any different.
1: So anyway, did I? There was a, there was a push, just like hey, everything's no. cool. We're friends. Remember, we're friends. It's nice to be friends. It's like well, nah, no. But
0: I I wasn't telling you that. As, like, you should feel that way, I guess. Well, I was just even telling if you, you
1: how I felt. Well, yeah, the fact that you were just able to feel that.
0: I know. And I. Whatever, I you can
1: you can feel whatever I know, you feel. It,
0: it's the way I felt, though. You know? It, yeah,
1: and that's, felt, that's what makes it feel shitty. It's like, all right, that didn't mean much.
0: It did, though. It meant so much.
1: It's like, I don't want anyone to wallow in misery for the rest of their lives. Well, not any more than I normally do in a generalized way. But it's like, as far as you and I go, it wasn't like just just be upset and sad forever. But just interacting with you and getting that response, like everything's cool. Remember this? It's like this. It it it's it portrays what we had with the relationship. I'm like, all right, well, okay, I guess that was just a thing. To that me,
0: happened. to me, those things are still. The, the the things between us can still be something beautiful and magical, but also be done. Like, they can stay there, and they can live there, and I can feel them and remember them. But it doesn't mean they're gone. No
1: one's you know, saying like they're the, gone. It's just the like-
0: future that we thought, I guess, you know, is gone. And that, I felt like, you know, all those, I don't know, I didn't... I, I like I said, I just felt like maybe because it was sort of over before we could admit it or consider it, you know, um, as a possibility or as a probability that
1: well the when you say that future is gone, that's where the difficulty came in for me. It's like, but it didn't have to be gone. It could have been. and it, it,
0: Yeah, but could have, but that's to me, that's like, could have, whatever, could have nothing.
1: No, it well, wasn't. there's, the, there's like definitive, that'll never ever work. This is not going to work with this person. It's mm-hmm. over. And that's the way it needed to be. This was, but, it's over now because of the way it's playing out. And I guess with these decisions that were made, this is possibly the way it needs to be, but it didn't really have to be that way. If, if we executed the way we said we wanted to from the start, I felt as though it would have been different. And that was, you know, the, the sadness of saying, all right, that future is gone. And for it to be presented as, yeah, okay. Hey, friend.
0: No, don't,
1: that's, (laughs) don't
0: paint me that way.
1: That's the way it came. It It
0: was, it was a somber, like, remember, well, (laughs) Not like,
1: hey, Fran. That's where the disconnect comes from. They're like, I guess she never viewed it the same way, or doesn't think about it the same way that, well, if we had actually done it the way we said we wanted to do it, we probably wouldn't be here. And but that's
0: with anything that doesn't go well. No, you could say like, well, if this had happened differently, if that had been different, no. if I, you know.
1: No, if if I ride a unicycle off a cliff. It's the, the. It's. I don't know. If how only to, you
0: hadn't purchased that unicycle. I don't, no. Gone I don't
1: know how to u- ride a unicycle, so maybe I. If should If only have you done hadn't it. taken
0: those uni- unicycle classes. I mean, it's all. It's. It's all. You no. If I had taken anything. the
1: unicycle classes and learned how to ride a unicycle, I wouldn't ride it off the cliff.
0: It would be. Oh, that's I figured I thought it was like an accident.
1: Well, that's me getting. If only getting, I hadn't
0: taken the classes. No,
1: you fall off the cliff on the unicycle and you're like, oh wow. If I had done that properly or the way I said I was wanting to do, it was you know actually putting in the time to learn to ride the unicycle, I wouldn't fall off this cliff.
0: I wouldn't be falling off of this cliff.
1: So that's, you know, it's not exactly the same as.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know. I just didn't think about it like that.
1: And that's still our disconnect. But that
0: doesn't mean that I don't honor what happened.
1: Yep. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. Cause we can go round and round and round on that point. Okay. Sell the hot sauce.
0: All right. Well, I want to say something. I guess I just I just just want to say that I like I hear what you're saying, and I can appreciate your experience. And it is, I mean, look, I mean, I am teary. You know, I'm not a cold person. (laughs) I do feel things. I am sad for what you know we thought we could do, but we couldn't. But if I have anything, you know, it's that I'm I'm grateful that. You still want to maybe be my friend? Yes. So I'm grateful for that.
1: I told you the fact that I hate you can get mixed with love. The two <laughs> strong feelings. It's all—it's yeah. the whole premise of the Lego Batman movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if there's
1: apathy, then it's like, okay, well, then there's nothing left. Yeah. And I don't.
0: No, I do not have apathy, you know.
1: No, I don't for have
0: For us or for you, you know. I care about you as a person and as some, and, and as someone who is a person that, you know, you and I shared a lot of, you know, really cool dreams <laughs> together.
1: Yeah. I guess I feel, f- I felt, you know, short changed a bit that we didn't get into this and I don't want to now cause it's not even that important, but there was a time I felt somewhat used I was like, I think maybe she wanted out of that marriage and I was there and it was convenient and you know, we tried some things and now she's able to better know the things that she wants and how to get them and took that from me and is going to apply it elsewhere. So there are times when I think was I used and I don't think it was I mean, maliciously used.
0: Yeah. But- it's not malicious. I mean, I don't think that that's honestly like if we're just being honest, that doesn't sound that wrong as, as like incorrect. That doesn't sound that incorrect. And yeah. that sucks that's a shitty place to have you. you
1: Yeah. And you know, I just, you wish that your feelings, I would
0: never do something like that intentionally or like, know that I was doing something. You know what I mean? I would never do that. But I, I mean, maybe that is what I needed.
1: I never thought that you would do it intentionally else. I wouldn't like you. I think what a awful person, but it still doesn't change the fact. It's like, well, I, you know, he's like, trust me. Okay. I'll trust you. And you trust yeah. your feelings with another person. And it's okay. like, oh, yeah, I guess Especially I was,
0: when someone tells you to trust them.
1: And I was, guess I was kind of using you for my own purpose at this point. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it's over now, but we're friends. And it doesn't change what we had. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh.
0: Yeah.
1: So, anyway. Again, not,
0: I, 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 it's not like I'm... <sighs> it's not like... <sighs> anyone was wrong but i am sorry for that i feel like i am sorry for for putting you in that position or or even if that isn't really the case or whatever it still made you feel like that and i'm that's i am not happy with that I'm, i'm not i don't like that and i apologize for that
1: okay well i mean the point of the show wasn't to get you to apologize
0: and i know that and and we've said that and i think we've established that but i am still allowed to feel like I feel like it's important to understand the role you play in someone's life, you know, and if someone was affected by something that you did, I think it doesn't mean that you are necessary. It depends on what it is, but if it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad person or that you did it if you didn't do it on purpose or whatever. But it is important to acknowledge that that was their experience and you had something to do with that. And so that's what I'm doing.
1: And the truth is I probably wouldn't have left New York. I know you wouldn't. Maybe, but probably not.
0: I never, I was, that was never on the table.
1: You, you never asked Get me Get Greg to
0: move out of New York? I'm
1: not saying that it was you putting that on the table. And I'm just putting it out there because, you know, that could have been another impasse and that would have been a brick wall that I put up. Yes, so. that
0: was a brick wall. That sure was.
1: No, it wasn't It wasn't as br- tall
0: as mine, but it was <laughs> still a big wall. That's not happening. Don't even like, that's not a possibility.
1: You just wanted the best of both worlds. I'll get to go to New York sometimes and experience the amazingness. And then <laughs> I'll go back. my
0: life with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. We'll sell the hot sauce.
0: Oh my gosh. You guys. So what is, what happens next? Are we doing?
1: Yeah, we'll do season? another episode. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's going to feel maybe kind of weird to just move back into <laughs> normal programming.
0: friends.
1: Uh, <laughs> But yes, we will do more episodes and watch those numbers. That newfound audience. Decline. <laughs> yeah. Go back to pre-scandal levels.
0: Yeah. All right. Everybody, thank you for letting us uh, talk about this kind of stuff. It is difficult to put that stuff out there because it is hard to think about people. Um, I don't know. Judging. You know, like after the last episode, I felt worried about what people would think. But there's no. been a lot of people, too. I'm sorry. Now I'm crying. There have been a lot of people that have reached out and said that, you know, it made them think and they were that we didn't owe them anything, but they were grateful. And that really does mean a lot. So thank you.
1: Putting it out there sorry. is difficult and people may think <laughs> certain things. And I understand how it's it's hard to feel that because I felt the same yeah. thing. It's like, all right, well, people think that I'm a homewrecker now or something. It's like it's not the way right, it Yeah. Yeah it's not the way it went down. Like a lot of thought and time and effort was put into all of this. And there was, uh, attempts of uh, avoiding that at all costs. And, you know, decisions were made after, after work was put in and Mm -hmm. you made decisions, you made a decision that you didn't want to be in the marriage anymore. And then we moved from there. And I guess there's an idea. It's like, well, if you weren't around for it, you know, that's why I brought it up earlier. Would you have, I guess you can't say for sure, but,
0: Yeah,
1: who knows? Whatever. If people want to judge us for that, it's like there was a real thing.
0: They can. I mean, everybody judges. It's fine. Yeah, but there was (laughs) a real
1: thing and a special thing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is happening. And, you know, if ultimately it served the needs of that time, you know, I think I told you before that my views on love are that it's not static. Love just is fluid and it becomes whatever it needs to be in any given moment. If two people love each other, you adjust it so it fills that need. And you know, as much as I hate you, I do still love you. And if if ultimately it comes down to all right, well, the need was we only dated for a year, then so be
0: mm-hmm.
1: it. I don't feel like that, you know, it's it's easier said right <laughs> yeah. than than I feel, but sure.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, go to Hot Pepper. <laughs> go to Uh Get some really great hot sauce locally made in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Use the code 1TOPIC15 for 15% off and um, support us. Support them. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Hey, Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce?
1: You know, I do like hot sauce. But I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts. A company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm-mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot.
0: Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? Zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice. Three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing.